The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you've wanted to go behind the scenes with your favorite sports figure or entertainment personality, this is the show for you. Darnell has successfully bridged the gap between both and is ready to share his stories and his guest stories with you. Now, here's Darnell. Oh, and we are back. Another episode, me and my man J.D.Zer. J.D.'s back in the studios. What's going on? Nothing much, home skillet. How are you doing? Oh, man. Listen, real talk. Uh, I I need a minute because on my way in to the studio today, I uh, went through the airport, right? And I'm Mm -hmm. going through the airport, and all of a sudden, there's all kinds of mad traffic, and, of course, I'm pissed off. I'm like, come on. You know, what is going on? I get a spring break. People are traveling. Whatever. Come on. So we get, so I get in the in the lane, and they keep forcing us to the far far lanes, whatever, whatever. And then I see an ambulance go through. I'm like, oh, it must have been an accident or something, whatever. And I get to the end, and I get to where everybody's staying out, right where the deal, where yeah. the incident is. And I'm thinking maybe somebody rear-ended somebody. Don't you know there was a dead body in the street, covered with a blanket. But not fully covered because the blood was pooling outside of the blanket. I mean, like, I ain't never seen no dead body before. So when I drove by, I got nauseous. I'm not going to lie to you. I got I got a little nauseous. I didn't even know. I mean, I was like, is that a dead body? Dude, I would have been running. Man, well, I was driving, and I was like, oh, wow. I just saw a dead body. Because I was like, oh, no, there ain't no dead body. Like, wait. That is a dead body. We got there before, like the ambulance got a chance to scoop his body off and put him in the in the bag or none. I mean, it was, it was brutal. This is the second story within 24 hours. My brother called me from back home, mm-hmm. and he was driving down, and he was like, "Jay, I was driving past Burger King, saw cops there. They were all investigating the scene, and it was just a dead body with a blanket, just and they were no one was over it. It's just in the parking lot." Yeah, that's. I mean, that 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 twenty four hours. That blew that blew my mind. I mean, I was like, man, I, I've seen a lot of things in my life. <coughs> mm-hmm. uh, I had never seen a dead body before. I mean, I've seen some pretty cool TV shows and they show dead bodies and okay, whatever. But I mean, real life, where you driving by, like, I mean, talk about rubberneck, and I'm like, is that a dead body? I'm like, I'm like, what the. I had to call my sister. I'm like, listen, are you at home? Because I wanted to see if she was something on the news about it. But I thought she was calling your sister to console you. Uh, that too. Uh, anyway, that's neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there. But no, my, I mean, I, I hope, like I said, I did a little quick little look. It looked like somebody got ran over, so which is really, really sad. And, I'll, you know, we, we go out to, uh, heart goes out to the families and all that. I mean, that's just, that's just hardcore. That's just tough to take. And it's a beautiful Friday here in Phoenix, so that's just so hardcore. Yeah, I can't say today. Today was different for me coming in. Got to watch the two uh, Chicago teams play be- baseball today. Oh, yeah. Got yourself on them spring games. Yeah. I love it. Cubs versus Sox. How, who did what? 
Sox didn't do. Uh, Cubs uh, came with it, four to uh, one. Huh? Interesting. Yeah. You know, I'm always I'm, I'm a Cubs fan. Uh, I'm a Cubs How fan. How could I'm you North, not be? I'm a Northsider. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I went to Northwestern. They they always had showed so much love for us cats. So I'm a Northsider. I'm a, I'm a Cubs fan. And not to mention, like you know, I love the dog. I mean, we've been the dog my whole career. We're still the dog. We haven't won the bowl game. So we're the Sox. The Sox are Northwestern essentially. I mean, you know. So I just been. I've been rude for him. Yeah, yeah I've been I, rude for him. And I'm torn. Uh, I can't say I'm an avid baseball fan or anything like that. Oh, let's not get it twisted. I'm not out there like with my face painted and got the jersey on and all that. But I but have. I think you have a better time at Wrigley Field as. Well, a lot of people say you go to the Sox to watch baseball. You go to the Cubs to have an experience. And I would have to say that's well. You know, that's put. you know, what I mean, that's well put. The I mean, ivy on the wall, yeah, the, the old the history and all that stuff. And you know, I I, I got a chance. I actually sung the um, the seventh inning stretch with uh, at at the Cubs face. I have Cubs. to YouTube that. And and I did a uh, I did a pitch. Of, uh, no, I didn't do a first pitch. It was like an event that I did with uh, uh, Billy Williams, okay. where I got. I, I mean, I threw up a baseball and tried to hit it out of the park, which is not happening because I'm not a baseball guy. But I mean, I got pictures of it and my names up in the the you know scoreboard or whatever, which was kind of cool. I mean, I found that's big pictures, time. I found those pictures a while back, but and it looked like I was getting ready to do something with it, but I, I didn't do anything with it. I mean, again, can I have your autograph? <laughs> <laughs> I want to do. Uh, I want to take this uh, moment again to to thank uh, Grant again. Grant, you you're the man as always. E money. Come through every week with these, with these these write ups, man. These write ups are just on point. So I just want to thank you very much, man. You're you're the you're you're a gentleman and a scholar. He is the man, G Money. Yeah, but you, I, I'm, I'm gonna have to hit you up when I come back to Chicago yeah, in a yeah. couple weeks. I mean, but here, here's the bottom line, G Money. And I'm gonna tell everybody that's listening. You're a weird dude. I'm just saying. <laughs> G, G, G. See now, when you miscalculate all those uh, votes, uh, uh, all Grant. those uh, picks. You know I love you, Grant. You know I love you, but you know you're a weird dude. But <laughs> anyway, Grant, you're we nice appreciate girl, but you're ugly. Yeah, exactly. No, no, real talk, Grant. We appreciate it for real, for real. Thanks a lot, my man. So let's let's jump right into it. Uh, let's uh, we're gonna jump into some football stuff. Uh, first of all, Giants cut my man Jacobs. Not like we didn't see that coming. Right, right. I mean, he was already unhappy with his playing time. And he he's getting older, and, and you can yeah. grab a oh, you could grab another back, and he's a power back. So. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah, yeah true. true. He was a power back, not running with power some of the games yeah, recently. Yeah, true. True, true, true. However, though, they still won the Super Bowl, and you know what I mean? And You know what I'm saying? So but, he's got but two again, rings. Yeah, I, I mean... He's 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 had a good career, or you know. Right? No, absolutely. It, was he? He's Southern uh, Illinois. He's a nor- yeah, Northern Southern Illinois. Southern Illinois guy. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's not a Hall of Fame guy or anything like that. But he got two Super Bowls. He'll go back to New York. Does and he play somewhere else? Uh, he'll get picked up, but I think he, he's seen his best days. Okay. All right. Well, Dallas Clark gets cut. Now that that's going to be interesting because he's such an integral part of what Peyton Manning does with that offense. So wherever Peyton goes, you better I guarantee you you'll see Jeff Saturday, Dallas Clark, and Reggie Wayne coming for minimum. Huh. Interesting. That, I mean, Reggie might ask more, but Dallas Clark, that was the key to the season. I mean, when Peyton was hurt, yes. Then when Dallas was hurt too. That was that was tough too. Every year, if you look back at their loss, even when Peyton there, it's been 
they've gone their streaks when Dallas Clark is because those line calls. Yeah, you can run through. You can run your offense through a tight end, start there, and then progress well, out what, too. Basically, with the calls, because I did a internship with the Colts, mm-hmm. and I was able to kind of understand. This was when they had Marcus Pollard. Right. One of the things that base uh, that determined what play was called is how. Dallas, how people align to Dallas Clark. Right. If you put a strong safety on the outside of them, then they're going to run stretch to that side because Dallas Clark is one of those few guys that's a complete tight end. Right. Then you put a linebacker on them and you have them shaded head up on them. Now they're going to go to their passing game because he's a good receiver. Just like what New England started to do this year with Gronkowski. Right. Well, I think the other thing is that you know, Grant, Gronk and, and I think Hernandez are the new the new tight end. Like, you know what I mean? The, the tight end now that can run. And, and not that they haven't been that. Not that Vernon Davis. Vernon Davis is the same kind of thing. But he's, he's the not guy. in the blocking game. No. He, well, Vernon Davis don't get paid to block. He get paid to score touchdowns. But, you know, the, these guys are, 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 are the new wave of, of tight end. Gronk is a freak, though. I mean, it's six. Eight or whatever he six, is, six seven. seven or whatever. He's a freak. But I think you're going to more and more uh, Hernandez style of tight ends where they can run the ball. They can, you know, they're they're slot guys. They can block. You know, they're more athletic. They can jump. I mean, it takes more than just a tie, uh, a linebacker. And, and I'll say, like, look, if you're going to compare Clark to like Antonio Gates, Antonio Gates is a far superior athlete, but Dallas Clark was a far superior tight end. Right, you know, right, because right, he could, right. he was a complete tight end. Right, and so now, I mean, with some of those guys, they're still they're just bigger athletes. But in that in that Colts offense, getting back to it, a guy like Dallas Clark, he was rare and modern, and you know, since Shannon Sharp. Right, where Shannon Sharp a, was the was the breakout. Yeah, I mean, he, he was, was the, the guy that could do like, both. Right, he was a breakout kind of. I mean, he was ahead of his time in terms of like, wow, he's a tight end that you're gonna. He's a big physical guy and he can run and he's athletic. And how, who do you who do you have to cover uh, him because uh, you don't have, you know, linebackers then were a little bit slower. <laughs> you have you know safeties that couldn't quite. I mean, he could move them down the field. Right, myself being an offensive coordinator, even though I love the four receiver sets and. But if I get me a tight end right. that is athletic, you that cha- the middle. Oh, I mean, it gives it gives you so much flexibility of what you can call. And I, I kind of compare this to when back in 2000 when Baltimore Ravens won a Super Bowl. The key to that team was their versatility on their defense with Rod Woodson. Right. He was a free safety that could cover, and then their strong safety was a former free safety that could play in a box. Right. And when you get that versatility, especially in those in certain positions like a tight end or a safety, right. man, stuff gets real. No, a- absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, uh, moving on to the Broncos, I guess DJ Williams, uh, Ryan McBean, and Virgil Green all got pinched for violating substance abuse policy. Uh, and Green especially got uh, four-game suspension. Williams and Bean got each six, which is a huge number. Now, here's the thing. I, I, I need to look this up. Because if they got pinched for performance enhancing, mm-hmm. that's one thing. If they got pinched for recreational, that's a whole different animal. And my whole time when I was in the league, and that's for about long enough to have half a ham sandwich and a little cup of soup and finish my tea and get away from the table. During that time, I thought to myself, wow, how does anybody get caught up 
you know, get pence for, you know, recreational stuff. When you know, you know <laughs> that test. you know when the testing is. You have a general idea. You have a th- uh, at least a three-week gap, a window, that during that time, we're going to be tested for recreational drugs. Mm-hmm. Now, after that, we're no longer tested. Well, you could smoke all the crazy weed you wanted during the year as long as you get through that part of it. Well, here's the thing. It's supposed to be steroids, uh, the violation. Is that what the, vi- is that uh, what the, vi- is yeah. that what the violation is what you're reading? Yeah, what I'm reading, it was based upon, <clears throat> it was the steroid violation. And that's why it was probably more. The recreational one is typically one <coughs> for a low, uh, you know, a lesser. Well, it, well, the, the problem with the recreational one, and 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 I always am blown away by it, is that one you know when it's going to come, so you have about a three week window of when you're like, okay, during camp, I'm going to be tested for recreational. So probably mm-hmm. if I if I did smoke weed, uh, which I do not, or, or did whatever, maybe I should stop. Ooh, I don't know, two months beforehand, right, mm-hmm. just to make sure that it's no longer my system, and then once I pass it. Then during the season, if that's what I'm into, that's what I'm into. Now, you don't pass it. You fail it, and and you just brought down holy hell on yourself because they could test you anywhere, anytime, as often as they'd like, when you, whether or not you're in your bye week, whether or not you're on the road traveling, whether or not you're on vacation. I mean, and if you don't show up, that's an automatic fail, which adds to your suspension. So I don't understand... How you even get yourself in that? Like, how do you? I mean, I get it. Okay, I get it. Some people that it's medicinal purposes, whatever you want to call it. Or, or they think that they can beat the system the last second they've tried tested, tried something that's never right. Been tried. Right. That's just I, I, I can't, I can't wrap my mind around it. And again, I get it. These are grown men. Some of them are more grown than others. And again, it takes the veteran guys to take the younger guys and go, hey, listen, dude, check this out. This is what you need to do. This is how you. This is how you got to behave and, and and protect yourself. But the bottom line is, is that you get a general gist of when that's going to happen. Now, the performance enhancing, that's random throughout the year. You just don't know. It could be during camp. could be during the first game. could be last game of the season. You just don't know. Absolutely. So that you just don't even fool with. Yeah, it's roulette. Right. And, and it's funny because <coughs> I get a lot of people that go, hey, did you ever, did you ever do steroids? And unfortunately, <laughs> my response is, if I did steroids, I'd hope to think that I would be a little bigger than what I am right now. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that I'd be a little bigger than I am right now. But, but no, I, I, I didn't. And the reason I did is because I just didn't have to. But I, I didn't have that same pressure. I didn't have the pressure to be bigger, faster, stronger. But then you look, even when you were at the Bears, when uh, Jim Miller, which it was an accidental with, you know, like uh, he got suspended for the violation. And if you saw his body, you knew, wait, maybe you're taking him wrong. Yeah, it's like, that's the <laughs> maybe, reverse. Maybe you shouldn't be eating him. Maybe yeah, you actually should I, I, probably I, shoot it instead of eat it because that's how it works. But I don't because know. there was so many different Things that were coming out on the market. Maybe you shouldn't use suppositories because they aren't working, <laughs> sir. They are not yeah. doing. The, hey, Jim, they aren't doing. Jim, the we trick. know you did. We no, know no, you. no, we get it. But I'm just saying, maybe though, you should probably take them differently because if they're not working, that's the other thing too. Really quickly before we take a break, is that you know no one can deny that they work. That's facts. Yeah, they work. Bigger, faster, stronger. They work. I mean, I, I, I'll never forget when I watched uh, Ben Johnson blow Carl Lewis away. 
oh, wait, I'd never see anybody walk away from Carl Lewis like that. And he walked away, looked at him, and then stroked yeah, it out. I mean, I was like, wow, that's hardcore. So, there's no one that can deny they work. But anyway, we're going to take a break. Uh, we're getting on fire over here. We, we, we just getting it lathered up. We got, we got so many other topics to cover, so, uh, we're just getting it. We're just taking up. our time doing yeah, it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, we, it's, it's, it's a build up thing. It's a build up thing. So we're going to take a break, and when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about college hoops, uh, NBA, we'll, we'll get into spring training. I know JD just went to it, so we'll, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Voice America. Journal Autry. J.D. Harris. Coach, <laughs> yes, we got it. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. If you want to talk about the East Coast sports scene, particularly from the Southeast, make sure you tune in to the Jeff Owen Show every Tuesday. Yeah, we'll talk about some of the other teams and news that's out there, but host Jeff Owens and co-host Tasha Humphrey know the inside and out of the Georgia college sports world, and they were born there, raised there, and still live the scene. We'll talk about every sport imaginable. Tune in on Tuesday at 7 p.m. East Coast time, 4 p.m. in the West, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. What's her name this way? Let's go, Yolanda. Yeah, Yolanda. Go, Yolanda. Uh, yeah, and so we're back. We're back. Me and my man, Jay Deezer. Um, uh, we are moving on to other sports. Well, actually, really quickly, though, your boy Sue got another speeding ticket in Oregon. Stay that off dude, my that man. Dude, that dude is a rebel without a cause. I mean, that I dude, love him. Dude, I love him. That dude is a maniac. Would you I mean, want him on your team? Absolutely. All I mean. right. However, minus the stomping and all the the tantrums and the fits and crazy whatever he's doing, but yeah, I, he's a beast. There's no doubt about it. And more importantly, you probably wouldn't want to see him in a dark alley because it might be it might be trouble. I don't know if he might be that guy that will fight you. He, I think. Every, when he gets on a football field, like Mike Singletary, yeah, he just, he's just that dude. He just a nasty control. beast, right? Nasty beast on the field, but but outside of it, he just the velvet does. teddy bear. Oh yeah, okay, <laughs> just a little lawless driving, fast, leather footed, leather footed, lead footed. Wow. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, maybe he's in the leather. I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I don't he's know. impressing the ladies. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. So I'm loving this time of the year in terms of basketball. Even though, like I told you when I first started the show, like I'm not, a, I'm not a real like. I don't know all the players and all that stuff. I did that's just not my thing. But I do love the fanfare of like the the champions of the tournaments of each of the leagues. I'm loving that, and that leads you right into like March Madness and the teams that are hot in the divisions. All they always do really well in March Madness, which mm-hmm. I love. I absolutely love the fanfare. I think it's amazing. I think it's exciting. I think that's what really makes college basketball up for me. 
more exciting than the pros. It just does. It just yeah. it's the tournament. It's it's these kids are playing their hearts out. The fans are going crazy. I mean, it just and anything can happen. I mean, you have all these Cinderella stories and, and less people do work at work. Yes, <laughs> they do because I do webcast it, but that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> but so so let's do let's do a little bit of the Big Ten. Uh, you know, so Illinois is out. They lost in the first round. I think they're going to get rid of your boy Weber. They already which, did. They, oh well, then there you have it. They part waves with Weber, which, which he was going to wasn't he going to leave anyway? I don't. Yeah, I guess, yeah, that. I guess. I mean, but I, I do think overall Weber was a good guy. I do think he got lost in the in the shuffle and lost in the game in terms of getting. He said it himself. Like I got focused more on the wins and losses than I did about the my pe- actual team and the people. Yeah, because when he recruited uh, my boy from Waukegan, Jeremy Richmond. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he actually he got him or offered him as a seventh grader. Right. And I think that that did more damage. That was the first time it was done. Right. And that did more damage to Illinois basketball be- before he even came. Right. So, and it was a couple mistakes like that in the recruiting game. And then when he didn't pick up John Shire. You know, when he went to Duke. It's oh, like, man, that that hurt. Listen, I met John Shire, and I, I like that guy. He's, he's a, a grown dude. man on the court. Listen, John Shire's a beast. Yeah. I, I, watched, like, I watched him put 45 when his team only scored 42 yeah. and won by, like, six points. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I trained. I was in a couple training sessions with him at TC Boost in Illinois. He, he John Shire was there, and I was like, oh, man, that's John Shire. I, I had to say to him, I'm like, John, you, you're an animal. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was at this time, he was still trying to get back in the league because he had I guess he didn't get much tick or whatever, but he's an animal. He's he's definitely no doubt about Illinois' finest for sure. Yeah. It's the state of Illinois. I mean, yeah, not uh, yeah, University he, of Illinois. Oh uh, well, I won't say the finest. It's a he's one. He's one of the finest. Come on, he went to Duke. He put it down for him. Then they win a championship so did with Chris him there. Collins. Doug Collins' son. Oh, that's not good. But I'm saying, like, as a, as a key role, like, you, if you say John Shire's name, people aren't going to go. I don't know who that but is. But to say in Illinois, think about all the people that have come out of Illinois high school basketball, yeah. like Kevin Garnett. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's okay. I got you. I see where you're going with it. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So now, uh, okay. I gotta, I gotta have a moment of silence because this is killing me. <laughs> this is, this is, this is really, really killing me. Okay. Now, this is probably one of the most devastating blows. To ever happen to a college program that is not and has not been relevant at all, ever. Mm-hmm. My Wildcats were on the bubble. All they had to do, and they would have got into the NCAA tournament for the first time ever. All they had to do was beat Minnesota. And you know what happened? They lost in overtime, and I, I, really, yeah, I know, I know, I know. It, it, it's devastating to me, and a lot of people are like, oh well, so what? Northwestern didn't get in, but this is their best shot. I mean, they had you had your boy, they had Coles, they had uh, it was the Coles, and they had uh, uh, your boy Sherna. I mean, I thought like this is their year. They're gonna get in, and if they got in, I think they could have won at least one or two games. Just on just the way that their style, if they're hot, they're hot. If they're not, it's just blow away city. But they they didn't have any bad losses. They beat Michigan State. They almost beat Ohio State towards the end of the season. I mean, so I mean, this was their chance, and they choked 
they choked, they choked, they choked, and it and it crushes my soul. Well, JD, I, I feel bad for you. I wasn't going for them. I didn't expect them oh, to do it. Man. I'm actually going for OIO in oh, this whole deal. Man. You think they can win the whole thing? I think because they've had so early failures that they could be a competitor in the Final Four. I don't think they can beat Kentucky. I mean, that Kentucky team is ridiculous. Well, what I'm saying is they have enough experience of having right. highs and no, lows no, I get that you. they're battle-tested. I no. get you. No, no, I get you. I get you. So, uh, I, again, I, I don't think that Northwestern gets in, which is soul-crushing to me. It sucks. I just just awful. Uh, I think selection selection Sunday is coming up this Sunday, right? I think it's this coming Sunday. Yeah. Um, <coughs> I think we're going to, um, you know, I, we're we're obviously going to have to put some stuff on it. I mean, the March Madness. I mean, they just that's how we do it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We have to we have to continue to bet and. And, and I want to encourage all our listeners to we're gonna we're gonna put something up on uh, on our on our Facebook page and uh, for OTS and uh, Grant uh, I just announced that you'll be handling that <laughs> bonus yes yes Grant you want your bonus you want to hear your bonus then we'll, then you'll do what you're told air sir pie, air you'll, pie. you'll do you'll do what you're told sir no uh, no but I think we should I mean it was his his suggestion so I think I think it's a good idea Grant I think we should put together something that. That that allows other people to participate, and we'll all do brackets, and then we'll we'll go through the brackets, and you know. And when I win, we'll celebrate. JD, you haven't won one thing yet. I don't you believe have, it. You have not won one thing yet, and so listen, and I and I like it because you're the lovable loser, and I no, like that no, about I, you. What? <laughs> All right, it's time to it's time to do some skull dragging. <laughs> you heard it here first. The gloves, Darnell Autry will become gloves, like a bowling ball and swipe the gloves. The have been taken <laughs> off, sir. They have been taken I, I, off. I see where our friendship has gone. <laughs> you know that suit I have in my house? Yeah. It comes back spray painted. No, I'm going to put it on eBay. Jerk. I'm going to put it on eBay for the Darnell Autry fan. Yeah, fans. So, so J.D. still has one of my suit coats from when we were at the Super Bowl. So we every week, we, <laughs> every week we're like, hey, I, he's like, J.D., Darnell's like, I, he's like, J.D., I got to get you one of these suits. Like, no, I'm J.D. Like, yeah, you're, you're, you're Darnell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> J.D.'s like, I'm Darnell. I'm like, I'm like, J.D., I got your suit, suit coat in my, in my car. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll get it after work. Like, I was like, we gotta, what did you know, I say? Work, though. We got it. Yep. You after work, maybe we should write it down. I'm like, JD, it's right in your car. It's right after work. Right after the show, we'll just screw it. And of course, part waves. I'm halfway home. JD texts me, damn it, your suit coat. I'm like, oh <laughs> man. So it's just been this running thing that I haven't had the suit coat since, since Super Bowl. So, and of course, JD forgot it today. So. Well, I was, well, at, the, I was just, at the Cubs game. Yeah, exactly, exactly. There are no the Cubs suit game. Cubs game. Yeah, yeah. yeah what are you gonna go. do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. So we, whatever. Well, maybe he comes over to my cookouts and things like that. that yeah, that maybe. Well, it's monthly. Somebody, somebody's birthday is coming up, so maybe, maybe I could, I could pay him a visit. You know, it, it is his birthday, so JD, JD turned 30, 30, 30, 30 again. Twenty eight. Yeah, Twenty eight. <laughs> JD finally makes thirty, which is cool. Yeah. Good work. Good there work. You know. Um, you don't look a day over forty, okay? So I'm just telling you that right. <laughs> you don't look a day over forty, JD. I assure you, sir. Uh, so <laughs> let's talk about. It. We're changing yeah, subject yeah. now. Let's talk about the Bulls. 
is the are the Bulls the team in the East, the beast I of the East? I just don't know, man. I I would love to think that they would bring back the crown where it belongs, the beloved to my beloved Chicago. I would love to see that. I love J uh, Rose. I think he is. Derrick Rose. Same difference. <laughs> Derrick Rose, D Rose, J Rose. That's that's Jalen Rose, which yeah. is somebody different from Michigan. Who played for the Bulls? But but yeah, messed that's up not, the that's, Bulls. Yeah, that's not who I'm talking about. Derrick Rose. I mean, I, he's an animal. I love to watch him play. I mean, uh, he plays like a football player on the basketball he court. He is gets a in there. Fierce competitor. He is athletic. I mean, he's creative. He's a humble Allen Iverson. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. His crossovers are devastating. His his jumping is ridiculous. I mean, it is it is incredible. And you know, on all the stuff that he does, I mean, if I could do half the stuff, you couldn't talk to me. I'd have you talk to Darnell's agent. You know what I mean? Like that's how. But he 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 is he is as humble as they come. When he does his his thing, he just kind of just. Just he's, he's about business. He goes on the court. Silent and assassin. Guy. Yeah, he's a he's a businessman when he gets on that court, and it is just a it's an amazing thing to watch, absolutely amazing. Uh, so I, does he does he does he get does he get the MVP again? Yeah, I I I right now I mean Kobe's still Kobe. Yeah, Kobe will always be Kobe. Right? LeBron is looking a day over forty. <laughs> LeBron doesn't look a day over fifty. Jesus, uh, he looks like he looks like an old ass man, and I know he's only twenty seven or twenty eight. But Charles Barkley Jesus kills him. Yeah, he does, and he ain't cute. That, I mean, that's facts. Everybody knows that. That's and and I, I'm gonna say about a year ago, Darnell. Two, it's been two years now. Darnell and I met in Chicago, and we we're talking about sports and marketing and having that look in that face. And he's like, no, like LeBron, he's he's not attractive. You know, <laughs> you know, it's going to be hard. Think about what what a person has to do to promote him. No, I mean, you have to. I mean, and again, LeBron, you're super talented, my man, and there's no doubt about it. I mean, you're you're a phenom. Everybody knows it. Physically, you're, you're probably one. Of the, you're probably the most gifted athlete out there. I mean, with sight, size, all that stuff. I get by all means, but man, brother, we got work to do in the grill department because, I mean, I, and and and. It's, and you need to win some championships. That might help your cause. You need to get a clutch button. <laughs> <laughs> you, you wow. Remember, you remember back in the day wow. uh, the uh, Bulls versus Lakers and all the button. the video games where they had the clutch rating? Oh, wow. His clutch is... <laughs> His clutch right now is at like fifty. Oh he ain't hit ninety. He ain't hitting eighty on a clutch oh, right now. JD, you man, yo, you are a rare form today, man. You are not. Clutch button is no, not good right there now. There is no gloves on this man. That and I like LeBron, athlete, but no clutch got button. Ground glass in his knuckles right now. This man is ground glass, old school <laughs> bare knuckle style beating. Am I lying? No, that's NBA All Star game. Yeah, that was. I mean, even Kobe was like, "Why you didn't shoot it? Because <laughs> this is this is All Star game. What's the problem?" Because he is a he's always going to be a wingman. He's never going to be the guy. Oh man, that's that's. He, but he, I think he knows it. Oh, that's, he knows it. That would be tough to reconcile with all the commercials and all the stuff. That, that's because doing. everybody else put him there. He's very happy. It, it, he's very happy with Dwayne Wade being the man. Mm. And Chris and Bosh, know is he still on the team? I don't know. I don't know. But the problem, you know, here's the thing. I found that I don't like Dwayne Wade as much anymore. Why is that? Because he with Gabrielle Union? 
<laughs> no, I love that. That's awesome. No, I'm no, jealous. Yeah, no, I'm but... just, yeah. But no, what I'm saying is that it's weird because LeBron came to the team and it's Wade's team, but it seems like Wade's attitude is, is a little different now. He's a little bit more funky now. Like, it, it just seems like he's Well, you know, the like, man's going through a divorce, got a new, yeah, got a new um, woman, yeah, Gabrielle um, Reese, you know. Yeah. And that, 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 that's a lot of pressure yeah, on the man. Yeah, no. Because I don't you got understand. people like you and I, you know, you come in there with, uh, your, with your waves. And oh, listen, by the way, by the way, real talk, my, my hairdo right now, it is rocking. I'll tell you what, I am, th- these curls I'm crushing right now look like a bunch of black ants on a piece of candy. I mean, these things look sweet. He looking like Dean Kane's twin brother. Hey, I'm, listen, real talk, <laughs> I'm bringing back, I am getting Elder Barge out in oh, this camp. Oh, wow. You wait till I put a ponytail in this camp. You have the night. <laughs> I mean, they were like, he out. And I'm going to grow that little mustache. Re- believe it. That's going Nothing. down. No. <laughs> <laughs> Say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. Well, we're going to take another break. Uh, in this break, we'll, when we come back, we have the question of the week. We're going to go through a little bit of spring ball. We'll give you a little, you know, your little background on, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah well, whatever. Yeah. So when we get back, we'll talk a little bit of the question of the week and we'll discuss Peyton Manning. Uh, we'll be back. Dardell Autry. Chico DeBarge. Oh, J.D. Harris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. This is It Sports is an engaging talk program that includes you, the experts, and sports, all moderated by Coach Carl Hargrave. We'll talk about what's going on in the general sports world, collegiate and professional. Take a look at youth-oriented sports, athletic development and sportsmanship, faith, and where it has its place in sports, along with a lively discussion with Coach Carl every week. Tune in to This Is It Sports with Coach Carl Hargrave every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. And we are back. So, J.D., I figured maybe you would share with us a little bit about your uh, spring brawl, your spring ball um Spring training game experience. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you this. Let's be real. Okay. I am not a big baseball fan. <laughs> it's down the street from the house. Yeah, you know, I have my grand- like You weren't doing nothing else. And you're uh, like, hey. Well, my grandparents are in town. I, uh, yeah. you know, And I was going to bring them, but then they decided they're taking, they took off to California for a little bit. Oh, of course so, they did. Oh, yeah. You know, Why not? That's how they Vegas, roll. Monday. Pawpaw, and then that's how they roll. Pawpaw's a G. Mm-hmm. So anyway... So I went the socks. I don't know who's who suffer. I saw Fud- I can't even say his name without cussing Fudukonomi. <laughs> 
that you can pay for the Cubs. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be the greatest marketing scam of all time. It's going to come out like 10 years from now. I'm like, you know what? That wasn't even the dude's name. But I think we we in Japan thought it was hysterical. Yeah. Like, ah, I am yeah, Fukudomi. Yeah, yeah, okay. Fukudomi, Fukudomi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. That's going to be the greatest marketing scam of all time. It's going to be yeah. hysterical. So I went there. And it's crazy. I bumped into a guy that I grew up with. You know, well, pretty much everybody in Chicago was there. Uh, right, pretty much. Center Valley. Right, so right. So I saw, saw one of my homeboys, Brad, from back in the day, and I hung out with him. And then, you know, just basically the Cubs gave it to him. Yeah. I'm too much after that, don't ask me. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, just I mean real talk, real talk. I know they don't they split the teams. Like, sometimes they got half the starters starting in this game. They have the starters starting somewhere else in another game or whatever. I just kind of like, ah, whatever. You know, I, I I, I'm sorry. Year. Baseball, I, I mean, I love watching it. If I'm going to watch a game, it has to be live. Mm-hmm. And it has to be a Chicago team. Right, right. I mean, uh, in fact, when you were uh, last year with uh, the Bears, when we went to Miami, you remember that uh, and had a day layover because mm. we, we were play, supposed to play at Sunday right, night. Right, because the Super Bowl, because they, they uh, know the World uh, Series. World Series. Yeah, I actually went to the World yeah, Series. Yeah, I went to that uh, while you guys were. I see you balling. Tra- I see you balling. Well, no. we, got, we got the night off that night, though. But you guys can but go. But we had a curfew, though. We yeah, because Brian though, Cox right. gave me, thank you, Coxie, uh, gave me tickets. Him and Big Cat gave me tickets to the game and nice. stuff like that. So, nice, uh, nice, nice, nice. But, yeah, outside of that, baseball, yeah, me. no, no, and and, and uh, I like it's funny because I, I like baseball because it's a it's a nice background noise for me, and, and again, it's sports, so I like to watch sports, so I, I'll watch if the game matters and if I know players and if I want to see something cool happen. But it's always funny because my sister will watch baseball and she'll also watch soccer, and <laughs> she likes to come in and out of the room and go, "Oh, that's amazing! Guess what happened? What? Nothing." <laughs> like, that's really surprising. Nothing happens. That's really weird. So. Yeah, but I mean, I, I would much prefer to go to the games. I'd much prefer to have the hot dogs and the beer and be able to be there and whatever. But and and I, and I can watch it on TV if there's teams that I care about or there's you know Chicago team or maybe there's a division race or maybe mm-hmm. there's a, a player that you know, is supposed to hit some kind of milestone or whatever. I like I, I like I like baseball yeah. as a sport. I mean, I get it, but. Would I am I am I gonna follow every team and find out who's leading the divisions and you know who got traded and which quarter you know which pitch I'm not gonna do no no baseball fantasy that's oh, not happening no 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 I, I, you know and uh, you know I'll catch a Yankees game once a yeah once a you while. know the big teams you get them you make all right Yankees are they're they're up you got to watch them I mean Yankees versus uh, you know another big team I don't know Red Sox I mean you watch those games I mean you watch the big games. Right, yeah. but all the other games, Marlins versus the Padres. I don't even know if they even play. That just goes to show you how much you I know. It. I don't even know what division they're in. <coughs> but you know, uh, we, we're gonna fumble through it during <laughs> during baseball season. I mean, we're gonna definitely be staring at some stats and pulling up on internets. But <laughs> did you just make that plural? Internet, internets. Yes, on the internets. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna do it. So. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> football question of the week. Yeah, yeah. Football question of the week. Go ahead, Jay. Peyton Manning getting released. Mm-hmm. What's your opinion on it? Uh, I get it. It makes sense. Am I surprised? No, because the $28 million was looming, and Ursay was not going to pay him that. Ursay loves luck. The more I read about what Ursay says about luck, he loves him some luck. 
or I think he sees Peyton Manning again. Right. And, and basically, he's just restocking the shelves. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he knows the expiration date is very close, if not already expired on the on a bottle of quarterback milk of Peyton Manning. Yeah, yeah. Real and talk. Real so talk. now he has another quarterback who is projected, Mel Kuyper, yes. to be and the next Shea, Peyton Manning. Yeah. And, 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 and to me, I look at that whole situation first dealing with luck. Right. He's coming into a horrible situation. Yeah. It's, it's first of all, you no, got Dallas no Clark gone. Dallas Clark, no yeah, Reggie Wayne. You don't no even have Saturday. No. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Dwight Freeney's. Yeah. Is he gone? Dwight Freeney's gone. He's too? pretty much oh, out the door. That's not good. So and that's the only defense you have. So you're gonna you're gonna go 0 and 11 again. 0 and 16 again. Put it like this: It's a brand new organization. It's a whole different of, thing. Right. Outside of ownership. Right. It's a whole different thing. And, and well, so, it's actually, ownership is a little bit different. Only that Ursa is taking over as he's now putting a stamp as. As the owner, yeah, right. I mean, his dad just recently passed away, didn't he? No, but he's had a stamp as owner for a little bit because it was when Dungy was there, right? Okay, so he's been there for a while, but it just seems like now Ursay's really putting his face out there because, more. Well, he did it more with this situation because bringing a, a new GM, you don't want to ever be the guy that cut Peyton Manning. Well, it's too late. He and, already is the guy that cut well, Peyton Manning. No, but Ursay's the owner. The the GM had no point, uh, no say in the decision. Well, the, well, or the, the the new coach says says says. No, uh, no. I, I, I'm going to say this. If you're a new head coach, what better piece to have in there as a leeway uh, or to start off with Peyton Manning? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So. That's what I'm saying. So the ownership made that decision. That's what I'm saying. No, that's what I'm saying. What, what I'm saying, saying? What, what I'm saying is that, you know, you said that, uh, you know, Ursay put his face out there, and he put his face out there not as someone that says, hey, I don't want to be respond. I don't want to be the one that has to cut Peyton Manning. But he was no, the one that cut no, Peyton Manning. I'm, no, he was saying, I said he put his face out there so the GM, because Ursay's the owner. Right. He did it for the new GM that won't have to be that guy. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. So that's why he's more vocal. So he's more visible. He took the bullet yeah. for the GM. He's like, saying, hey, it all falls on me. It's, it's my me. decision. I got you. I see what you're saying. Exactly. Because that's what I was saying. I'm like, wait, Ursay did actually make that decision. Yeah. Uh, and, and I do think it was more Right. That's a wise decision because if you're the new coach, you don't want to make that decision. Right. Even the though you, GM, you don't want that made, decision. Yeah, right. You, it's, you, it is on ownership. You're right. You're absolutely right. And so I thought that was a man move on his part. To you know, just go well. Ahead. Here, here lies the crux, though. Okay, the crux of the situation is is that you make this move, you bring in luck. <coughs> three years down the line, luck is struggling still. And he will. four years down the line, luck is still struggling. Five, six years down the line, luck doesn't get them back to do what they used to be. Then your then you your your history is now pinned to Peyton Manning and the day that you know you let him go the day that you thought you know what I mean I think that's that's I mean that's just the way it works that's the way sports goes but what I think they're gonna do because they've already got the leeway to be bad because they were everybody knows they, but they, they were mean, fresh in their mind when 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 Peyton they were gonna say hey look when Peyton came in we were over yeah. we didn't win we were we were not good we were over so. Please, please expect that because Luck's good, talented. He's going to be the same thing that Peyton is. You just got to be patient. But they've already had is a reason why they got Luck because they they when Peyton got hurt, that was it. Right. So, and you're buying yourself time. Yeah, and that was one of the things too with getting rid uh, or pointing the finger at um, Polian because they didn't have the stock the shelf restocked, and so now you're getting in a situation 
Well, I mean, you can't really. I mean, here, here in lines of Christ, you can't. I mean, you can't really stock a shelf when you <coughs> don't anticipate. You know, your number one quarterback going down, your your tight end being down, your Reggie Wayne being down, your your Marvin Harris is gone. Well, I mean, like, I do think I do think that it was a pretty good storm for Indianapolis. Yeah, I, I'll say you know, this I though: think it's, they prepared with the receivers somewhat. You know, they had got well, Garcon. Well, Garcon was a surprise. Just like. And they had drafted Gonzalez first round. And, and they did some things in terms of that. Right. Uh, but Defensively, I don't know what they were doing. No. I mean, they just never. They had to score a lot of points. Right. And, and that's so, how they won the Super Bowl, yeah, basically. And, 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 and they, everybody knew going to the Super Bowl against the Bears that you're going to have to outscore them. Yeah. Their defense is going to And had the Bears down. put pressure on them. They're they're going to hold it right, exactly. But getting back to it, what you're going to find with Luck, he's going to come into a situation. The only is not going to be the look of the Colts of recent years. They're and I'm talking in terms of strategy. Right. They're going to come in, watch in the next year or free agency. They're going to go after a heavy hitter running back. They have to. Right. Because you know they got rid of a die. Their second round, guarantee you. Either running back, they could get away with the receivers they have. Mm-hmm. Running back and some O linemen. That's and, and then start with defense. And even and even that is still going to be it's, it's going to be, be a, a three uh, is a three year be, four year pro- process. Right. But at least you could get if you have a good running back and a good tight end, that you're a 500 team w- with a basic defense. Well, mark mark my words. If nothing comes in the next four years, like they are not showing any signs. People are gonna freak out. Anyway. I don't think, and, and to be honest, I think he's overrated. Woo! Wow, uh, overhyped. Wow. I think he's overhyped. I think he's a solid quarterback. Wow. But you I, take you take RG, you take you take RG over. If I were the Colts in this yeah. situation, I'm happy. For, I'm an RG three fan. Right. I'm glad he's not going number one. But if I was the Colts, knowing that I'm losing Saturday, I don't have these guys. I want a guy that's not going to be a statue back there and get. Blasted for the next three years, where he loses his confidence. Well, they, well, I mean, they they did show that Buck was a little bit more no, athletic than he they thought. was fast, straight line, uh, faster than what they thought. But we know in that pocket, quickness. He's six five. He's Drew Bledsoe. Right. And what happened to Drew Bledsoe? Right. As much talent, concussions, getting hit because he's a statue back there. We we will soon see. I mean, it's it's I mean, I'm I'm thrilled as always every year to go into the football season and and I love I love to see young guys get in and really make a mark. I love to see guys that have great comeback stories. I love to see excellence with guys that have been at such a high level and a high standard and been and continue to play at that level. I love the fantasy part of it. I mean, you know your boy, your boy Randy Moss tried out, you know, tried out for the Saints, Saints, which I think is a very interesting move on the Saints' part. But, uh, but okay, so so really quickly then, who's the best fit for Manning then? And I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you three choices. Better fit: Jets, Broncos, Cards. Well, first of all, the Jets is not gonna be one. I can't imagine Rexon. No, let's. I, I'm gonna put my three. Okay, you go. can't all Miami, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Broncos, and. Cardinals. Okay. Who who do you like better of those three? Biasly, because I just got my season tickets again with the Cardinals, but I think Miami's the place he's going to be, and I think it's going to fit better because what he could bring in there and all the parts aren't going to be as hard to move in Miami. Okay. All and right. he has a young, co- uh, a first-time head coach that he can have some influence. Yeah, yeah, but I think he's got two or three years left in him. I do. 
They're, assume, assuming that the first pop, he, his neck doesn't fall off. But his and that's why off. you go to Miami. <laughs> his head doesn't slouch down. His well, that's why off. you go to Miami. Jake Long, yeah, left tackle. Enough. Yeah, that's what they said. That's what they're saying. So, all right, we're going to take a break, and then we're going we're gonna to wrap this whole thing up with a little bit of entertainment news. Um, we discuss a little bit of a, you know, some of the projects that we're going to be working on. Uh, and then we're going to do a little recap of, because uh, JD slipped out on the Oscar results, so I want to share with him. <laughs> I want to share with him the kind of beatdown that he received. So uh, we'll be back. You know uh, who your friends are. <laughs> Voice America, OTS. We'll be back. Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. Uh, and we're back. So, <laughs> so no, and I want to encourage everybody... Please, please, please uh, send us some emails, uh, you know, with questions of the week, Absolutely. suggestions, thoughts. Uh, we lo- we love hearing about. How at your boys? Yeah, we love we love hearing about <laughs> what's going on and what, what you guys' thoughts about the show and how you feeling about things. And so, uh, we love that, and I think it's uh, I think it's great. And I don't think uh, we do enough of that. Um, so I just want to guess wrap up the the Peyton Manning ordeal, and then you know I. I, I I tend to think that, you know, Broncos for the organization, it'd be great for them, right? Without it'd be great for them. But the problem is, is that, you know, there's a, there's a big stigma there. There's a big, there's a cloud. And the cloud is John Elway. John Elway is the best, the greatest that ever was. So Peyton Manning goes there. Does it tarnish his legacy? Does it tarnish? I mean. The, oh, the, not at all. Well, the thing is, is that Peyton Manning was still, I mean, he's still Peyton Manning, period. That's it. No matter what. He's Peyton Manning on his own. Now, does he, would he, would he in his own, um, I don't know, ego, pride, whatever. Or did he go to Miami where he has an instant impact and then changes the face of Miami? But Miami still has Dan Marino, the person that's recruiting him. Why not go to Arizona? Well, Technically, where nobody has well, ever Well, Kurt been. Warning still. Kurt, Kurt Warner. Yeah, right. But, yeah, I mean, but he could be a Kurt Warner for a different organization. And, my, and like Dan said, but here's the thing, uh, like Dan Marino getting him here, but here's the thing about John Elway. John Elway's a competitor. Yeah, no He's doubt. the same dude that lost a game of pool on his table, mm-hmm. pool table, and got rid of it. Right, no, no So real talk. he, now being a GM, 
wants to win. No. He, he's and that's, not, why, that's why he's he, not really willing to commit to Tebow. Tebow. Yeah, go, it's hey, not about my image. You're coming in as a starter, but you ain't go, you, there's no guarantee that you're going to be the starter at the beginning of the season. You come into camp as the, as the number one guy on paper. Yep. Because, I mean, who else are you going to put on there? Brady, I, I really don't think Brady Quinn got a fair shot. Of course not. Of course not. And, and that's a guy that he may creep up on a, on people in the next three years or two years. And it's like, well, one can only hope for his for his sake, for his career sake, because, <coughs> you know, in this in this instance, in this environment, in this situation that he's at, I mean, his his window is closing because he needs to get somewhere where he actually has a chance to compete, where he can actually show what he can do. I think he's ready. I think he's ready to compete at a level that allows him to be in the forefront. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I don't know. I don't know. We'll 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 see. We'll see. Uh, and so. Yeah, but I think it's exciting times though for Arizonans here though, because people are all excited about Peyton. Manning. Oh yeah. like, oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna bring him. Did in. you see He's the sign the next Warner? No, the sign of two hundred two. Peyton, why don't you rest your head here or sleep here? Oh, here and, we go. And uh, I, w- which I was gonna do it anyway, and I'm not thinking. I really don't think he's coming here, but I did go ahead and put the money down for my season tickets. Just and, in case, because you want to see it. I mean, well, you're, you want to see well, it. Well, Chicago's coming here, and Philly's coming here next year. So, really, it was more than Peyton, but then Peyton adds a little value to my tickets. Ah, so. uh, <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, yes. I hear you. I hear you. So, I guess the word on the street, too, is that Peyton Manning is meeting with Denver today, so... Yeah, and I, I think and that would be a great way to get them out of the Tebow under the out from under the Tebow issue. Going, hey, listen, Tebow, you know how it is. You're this is be a great mentor for you. This is somebody you could learn from. You know, you can, you know, and then the the organization, even Tebow fans, would be like, well, we got Peyton Manning now. So yeah, and Tim, you just so your time. when they want to get rid, and, and here's the thing: when they want to get rid of Tim, it'll be a lot easier. <laughs> They, yeah, absolutely. They'll bring, they'll bring they'll a be, third quarterback, right. develop him, and trade be better than to Jacksonville. Right. <laughs> and build the rest of their team. Exactly, and Jacksonville sells more tickets, and boom, because he's from Florida, and everybody's pleased. All right, so let's let's do a little entertainment uh, news and information. <clears throat> um, have you seen any recent movies? Uh, I saw. I thought it was Men of Valor, but Act of Valor, that was a great movie. Was it? Yeah, I mean, they used it real marine. Yeah, so yeah. the acting, but... Man, it was some stuff on there. I went with my grandfather. I was like, Papa, man, let's go to the gun range. Oh, wow. Really? Got uh, you got you bloodthirsty. Got you want to get man, out there and shoot some, some guns. Like they had a scene. I'm just going to tell this one scene where they were uh, going ahead and raiding the place, and a guy was on the dock. And so they had one they all uh, swam in. Oh, so I saw the advertisement of that. Where he uh, shot him and yeah. then he caught him. Yeah, so and then brought him more water so it didn't splash. I was like, oh. Yeah, that's that's hardcore. In fact, I think I might go back to the movies this week. That's, that's going so hardcore. So, uh, I haven't seen, I don't think I've seen anything recent. I don't think I've seen any recent movies. Um, wait, uh, did I go with the fam? What did I see? Uh, no, I don't think I've seen anything recent. Um, I do want to see, though, I do, I mean, I'm going to wait probably until it gets the DVD, but the top three films out right now, The Lorax, uh, Project X, and Act of Valor. Um, I do want to see The Lorax, but I'm not going to, I'm certainly not going to probably pay the money to go to the movie theater to see The Lorax. I'm going to wait until it gets to on demand, and then I'm going to rent it at home. Yeah, I might go see it, five but go to the $5. Oh, you're talking about the matinee style. So you can do no, matinee? You, oh, well, on my side of town, they have oh. uh, Monday through Thursday. Five dollar movies up until like uh, all day. That's matinee. No, no, all day and night. Yeah. 
Because all day is all Monday day and all Thursday. night is different. Day is different than night. All day. All day is all inclusive. All is all inclusive. Well, when you say day movie, then you think of matinee. Not really. I do. Anyway. Boo. Boo. So, okay. So, we're talking about movies that opened up this weekend. Um, John Carter opens up. I was um, thinking about saying that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It looks interesting. It does. It's a it's a very interesting movie. I imagine it's pretty, you know, it's probably advanced in terms of its technical, you know, special effects and all that stuff. Uh, Silent House. Uh, boo. Uh, boo. Okay. And then coming soon, uh, 21 Jump Street. Looks, Absolutely not. No? You don't like it? You don't uh, like it? Not interested? You, you turn it into a comedy almost. Ah, so you're saying you... What about this Casa de... Le, Casa de, 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 de mi padre, padre. Will Ferrell, he speaks Spanish the whole time? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I really don't get it. Uh... So we, I think uh, next week we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be plugging a, a project. Uh, it's the, the it's called the current. It, I guess it's the ex athlete, ex entertainer uh, project where we're essentially we're gonna be covering. Uh, uh, we'll cover one ex athlete, one ex entertainer. Maybe we'll try to see if we can get them on the show, which would be hysterical. But either way, we'll see what we can do with that. We'll try to figure that out. Uh, I don't even know what Grant means, but we'll. <laughs> Grant, you're fired again. No. <laughs> on your day off. <laughs> on your day off, Grant. <laughs> fired. No. So we'll, we'll, we'll work that in uh, next week. Uh, we'll also probably have a little bit of That Ain't Right next week as well. Um, I'd love to. I'd love to go over the picks for the Oscars because um, you know JD got completely smoked as usual. I don't think anyone wants to hear about uh, that. I no, think we I, need to move on. Right? I, yeah, that makes sense. Just like uh, the coast did, move on. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. Uh, and then uh, Northwestern gets. Uh, we. I, I'm over it, Grant. We, we're not getting a tournament. That's it. They are going fishing. Yeah, that's just god awful. But I wanted to thank. You all for listening to the show. JD, as always, you're the man. You the man, Darnell. You're the and, man. And, and seeing the great, great. And we just, yeah, we, we just did a, <laughs> we just did a little like, half, uh, half pound, <laughs> half high five thing, whatever. Uh, we'll be back next week. Well, hopefully, we'll, have, we'll do a little bit better next week. Get it in early and often. Absolutely. Darnell Autry. JD Harris. Voice America OTS. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry can be heard live every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Come back next week for another exciting show.